You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to Orange County's longest running business talk show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and I think we're going to have a very good, if not great show for you today. I have our special guest, Abir Alamadine. She is the CEO and founder of Z-Titan. Abir, welcome to the program. Good morning. Thank you, Rick. Thanks let's for get, having me. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, let's get right into it. You, your latest venture has been in business for about a year. So let's take us back. What was your motivation to create this business? Yeah, so actually, um, I've been consulting um, and coaching in different areas of businesses since 2014. But last year, specifically after the pandemic and the boom in e-commerce, uh, it shifted a little bit more and more into e-commerce and taking businesses online because it's really important to have presence right now more than ever. Um, and that's how I started doing the business under Z-Tight and this new venture. Um the motivation for me remains always the same to help as many um, small business owners and entrepreneurs that are overwhelmed to jump into this space and they just might not have the know-how, um, the experience, you know, enough team, uh, team members to do that so I can help them extend um, uh, those services to them and jump online. So what have you learned in the year plus since you've been focused kind of in this specific area of the coaching? Yeah, so in particular to this area, just because it's such a noisy space, it's mm -hmm. very competitive and there is a lot of um, so-called gurus that uh, tend to want to sell their services for very high ticket um, and promise results of you know, 10xing um, someone's business and ROI and, you know, all of these promises and only tend to fall flat um, in delivering. Um, I've seen more than 90% of the time um, because no one can in such a short period of time to deliver for this example of 10x result, right? Um, it needs some work, it needs some time. Um, so, you know, and I learned that someone that is new trying to get into this business can fall really easily for such promises, big hype promises. Um, so I just urge the audience to, when they want to learn from someone, maybe look for those who are achieving the results that they want, but they're only a couple steps ahead of them in the same game because this is where they can learn the most because those uh, can actually help them with hands-on experience because it's not something that they've done 20 years ago. It's something they're actively doing now for their businesses and for their clients. And this is where they can help the most, uh, bring them up to speed into the same game they want to play. Is is that because I should ask you just why is that the case? But I assume that's because the world of e-commerce is ever evolving and changing. And so more relevant recent experience is more appropriate than historical experience. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. hundred percent. Yes. So so what is so so let's let's look at your firm, Z Titan. First of yep. all, what's in the name? How did you choose that name? So the choice of the name is, is, again, goes back because I've been consulting uh, for a while in different areas of businesses, and that's the Titan part of it. Um, it just, uh, 
you know, our services started in executive coaching um, in um, whether it's digital marketing, affiliate marketing, e-commerce, running a business, leadership, uh, personal development for um, your team as it grows, um, hiring virtual assistants to help uh, without having the need to continue to grow um, your team on 100% basis up until you can and you, you, you have the um, the ROI to support it. But, um, and I come from an operation and finance and marketing background. So I'm able to join the whole umbrella and that's where the, the Titan part is. So let's talk about the challenges and the, the, the kind of what you help your clients to do to navigate this noisy competitive, because because you're right. I think there are so many choices and options for an entrepreneur who would like to create an online business. Uh, where would you, what, give you a little free advice here, if you don't mind giving a little free expertise away. What do you kind of counsel your entrepreneurs who haven't yet gone online, but have an idea that they have a product or service that could sell well through online platforms? How do you kind of start with them to get them started? Yeah, so there, there's two folds to this question, and I'd be happy to give free advice to your audience, actually. Um, it is necessary. Um, so uh, let's look at the two areas I consult in today, primarily. Um, one is um, for those small businesses who want to jump online, they don't have an established online presence, and they want to they have um, a f following and establish their brand um, online. So for those, and I see where there's... Uh, a lot of help is needed there because, but I guess again, they just don't know how to navigate that space. They don't know where to start because right now you have social media platforms that are just popping out of the woodwork everywhere, right? And each one of them might deliver something that, that might be a little bit different than the other. And they might have a following and a type of audience um, that is might be a little different than the other. So if you're that type of small business and you want to jump online, it is important not to let yourself get overwhelmed with that. Just start. Just take the first step. That's what's important. And what's how to start, my advice is think about you, the product or the service you deliver and the audience that it can serve the most. And think about where is that audience hanging out? So let's say for just more tangible example, if you are in the retail business in fashion and you are catering to that young group, let's say 18 plus to maybe 34 or so. And if you think my audience hangs out uh, in TikTok, then start there. Start with TikTok. Learn as much as possible the in and out of TikTok and what works, what doesn't. And after a while, you would have experienced that platform, collected some data about how your audience is interacting with the material you're putting out. Um, how is um, that feedback? And from there, you can branch and add to it. If TikTok is working for you, for example, um, Snapchat, um, Instagram, whatever other platforms that you that you think is can be a, a cross um, a pollination and help uh, in there to expand your audience. At that time, you'd have built a little bit of following. Right. What about that? That's good counsel. And let's say now we have a more mature online seller who's looking to go for 
a bigger platform like an Amazon or a Walmart? What experience, how would you help them to yeah. navigate that level of online selling now? Absolutely. So that takes me to the second fold, uh, which is really the, the other services, the e-com services we'll provide. So for those sellers who are established, so let's just take um, someone who's um, maybe in the drop shipping business, uh, is a wholesaler, um, had their own uh, clients for years and now feels the need to be online, rightly so, and want to either, they either, let's say they, they were on eBay for all these years, right? Because it's been established for a long time. Mm -hmm. And now they want to add another platform. So my advice there is, um, you know, right now, what ten, everyone, Amazon is at the forefront for, for everyone. Everyone thinks, okay, well, Amazon, I'm going to jump to Amazon. But I'll tell you one thing. I've been on Amazon. Um, 2000, I was on Amazon. I think I started 2014, 15. Um, and it's such a different space today, what it's what Amazon have morphed into than it was back then. It's such a crowded platform um, and it's extremely competitive. Um, we're talking around, I think it's up to 1.3 to 1.5 million sellers on Amazon. Wow. So if you're thinking about adding a platform and jumping in Amazon, that might not be the best move for you if you're not able to compete with another 1.3 to 1.5 million or whatever subset of that that might be selling your same products in the same niche, kind of similar products and all of that, right? Mm -hmm. um, price wars, um, all kind of reviews um, to affect your celebrating and all of that. So you, you need to be able to allow yourself to study the market and pivot and find opportunities that might help you as a seller in having less competition. So for this particular example, maybe now Walmart, which is more of a recent introduction to the market marketplaces online, um, is your better better um, option? Walmart, for example, right now has just a little shy of hundred and fifty thousand. You compare mm -hmm. that to the million and a half in Amazon. Now you're at ninety percent less competition. That sounds better, and it's yeah. Walmart. <laughs> it's it's a recognized brand. Okay, so we started with the entrepreneur who could find the social platforms that have their audience. You've yeah. talked about companies that want to get on a bigger platform, Amazon and Walmart. What about an established company that would like to sell more products online and they believe that means making it available through their own website? What advice would you have for them to develop an e-commerce business inside their own website? Yeah, and, and we do that. and We have our own and um, that's where, how we're growing as well. But, you know, I think... Uh, these days, it's just about being more and more um, omni-channel, multiple places at the same time, as much as possible, again, without being overwhelmed, because every particular platform is going to have, unless you can, you have a centralized platform where you can connect the dots between all of these marketplaces and your website, so you can sync your inventory or pricing, um, because shipping and orders are going to come from everywhere, right? And um, the name of the game right now, more than ever, is being customer centric. That's the the, the biggest um, difference maker 
um, in the marketplace today. If you're able to deliver on your promise, whether that is a service or a product, um, deliver it in the fastest time possible um, and deliver the best service um, on top of that, the best customer service to support it, um, then you're onto something and you can win this game. That's how you differentiate yourself. Um, but today, being just on a website, um, how are you going to drive sustainable traffic, mm -hmm. right? Because you can have a website and it could be established website with your own clients. But what if your biggest client decides to pack and leave, right? And it happened quite a bit for any, for any reason. It happened quite a bit recently in the last two years. As we've seen, a lot of companies, unfortunately, went out of business because of COVID and lack of uh, preparedness, not that anyone could have been ready for this pan pandemic of this magnitude. Mm. Um, but we can't just be in just one place anymore and rely on on one source, right? Whether that is mm -hmm. income from a job or one big client that we're wholesale we're a wholesaler to, etc. And that's why I just invite everybody to think about, okay, which platform can I be on? And if I am, um, I want to sell a product, um, which marketplace can I can I enter that is best for me? You know, Abir, one of the things that I think comes with people's comfort now in doing do, doing more and more online yeah. um, is they have an increasing expectation for how that transaction should happen because it's <laughs> it's right because they, they have a lot of experience now and there are some who do it really well the online shopping experience. And so I would have to imagine part of what you're doing for your your clients as well is not only figuring out the strategy and the technical piece of it, but also the user experience that that the buyer might be having. That that feels like to me could take a lot of thought to make sure it's, you know, at least acceptable, if not world class for the buyer. Absolutely. Um, and you're very right about that. It goes back to differentiating yourself as a business, because again, we are, we are all connected. Um, one, one platform, one um, market, one giant marketplace, that's called the word, because now you can, you know, more than ever, you, someone can um, order a product from um, Australia and get it, you know, from here, just easy shipping, and they have an expectation that it's going to get to them, you know, within 10 days or so. So how do you make all of that happen? Um, you have to stay on top of your suppliers to make sure that you keep testing them and vetting them, right? If you're not manufacturing your own product. So if you are um, a small drop shipper or a wholesaler that is um, not manufacturing your own, but working with suppliers, whether they're inside the U.S. or outside the U.S., more and more there is a push of having suppliers um, within the U.S. because you can control more of that piece if you're not manufacturing your own, right, and having full control. Um, if you don't have a warehouse um, and you're using someone else's warehouse, let's say a 3PL third party um, logistics company, there is handling the shipping, the processing of orders and all of that. You need to be able to vet them and stay on top of it and have metrics in place and analytics in place to make sure that they're delivering um, so that your customers are rece receiving the, the best possible um, service from your company. Because uh, again, uh, if you're selling on any marketplace, through any marketplace, let's say Facebook marketplace, um, you're selling through Amazon, you're selling through Walmart, 
eBay, all of these uh, platforms have established metrics in, uh, for you to meet. And if you don't, you slip down in the ranking. And now all of a sudden you cannot participate in the Walmart buy box and in the Amazon uh, Prime and in um, Facebook Marketplace number of listings a day. Because, you know, and so that's what's really important. That's where you need to be customer centric and stay on top of it. It is. Uh, it sounds to me to be it sounds to me that there's a lot to take into account and probably having someone with your background experience and knowledge is really helpful, especially as uh, as people spin up their online offering as well as they mature it. You know, we put a poll question out. You and I created a poll question. It said something along the lines. If you have the entrepreneurial bug and want to go in the e-commerce way, what is stopping you? We yeah. gave them three choices a time commitment was stopping them a perceived financial commitment was stopping them or their general lack of knowledge they don't know where to start um yeah and i'm excited to see the results of that yeah, yeah so there's about 160 some people have seen it so far the uh, overriding uh winner is financial commitment so it's it's the perception of an early stage entrepreneur that it's too expensive can can you talk about the financial aspect of not only the time, but also the, the financial component of getting your product sold through e-commerce. Yeah, absolutely. And this is actually really helpful that we have the result because I was expecting it to be something else. Um, oh. I was expecting it to turn out to be um, lack of uh, general knowledge about about the areas, whether it's e-commerce, digital marketing, social media marketing, etc. But for the financial commitment, so let me just give you an example. Let's just take e-commerce, for example. Um so getting into this space is actually um, not a huge financial commitment. You can start if you're an entrepreneur, you don't have a business already and uh, you have a, a, a small budget. You can start anywhere between, you know, a few thousand, a couple thousand. That's not a big commitment. And this is in particular for if you want it to be in the dropshipping game, meaning you're not going to be manufacturing your own product. You're not going to be warehousing your own product. Um you're the middleman finding a winning product in that case is going to become your particular edge. Um, so product research within the market is your bigger commitment and not so much a financial commitment mm. in this particular area. So it's more of knowledge um, and time commitment um, uh, if you are a drop you want to be a drop shipper to get in the game and and for our audience who might not be familiar with uh, what drop shipping is drop shipping um, is um, you not owning a product not owning a service you're investing your time like I mentioned and your um, uh, know-how into figuring out what products are in demand um, to solve a problem for your um, potential customers and what those if those products are scarce there's not enough um, in the market and that's where your opportunity is and if you can find that particular niche then you are in business for very little money hmm. right yes and that's basic that's basic business, right? You find a need, an unmet need, and you satisfy it, and you use the platforms Absolutely. that are available. That is Absolutely. great. So the, the poll will be up for a week. And so if you're watching us today live or you're listening to the podcast and you'd like to participate in the poll, 
please do. We'd love to have your responses as well. I'm wondering, where do you go? Because you're constantly needing of the latest experiences and insights because you're consulting on others. Where, where are you getting insights and experiences that are helping you to stay ahead of your competition and grow your business? Yeah, great question. I actually always believed in continued learning. Um, I'm, I have an MBA and believe it or not, I did a PhD in social media marketing specifically. Um, that's how I geared more and more toward e-commerce and digital marketing, affiliate marketing, all the stuff um, at Pepperdine University in Malibu, California back in uh, 2013. So I, this is how I got into the game in 2014, actually, right after that. But um, I do believe in continuing to challenge myself because this particular business is, like you mentioned in the beginning, is ever evolving. Every three to six months is there's a, a new platform or, or a spin-off of a platform that existed with new services, right? Um, so it is important to for myself, my business and my clients to for me to keep up to date. So today I um, have a um, few mentors that I learned from in different areas of the business. So for example, digital marketing. I learned a lot from Russell Brunson and um, for um, for those uh, in the audience who might not be familiar with it, uh, with who he is, he is the founder, co-founder of um, uh, ClickFunnels, which is one of the biggest uh, software um, out today in this space in digital marketing uh, and coaching, etc. cetera. Uh, then my ever, um, Two decade uh, long um, um, mentor is uh, Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins now, and uh, that's where my personal development, a lot of it, comes from. Um, I also, for life, uh, general life advice, motivation, etc. I follow uh, Oprah Winfrey, um, and I'm in multiple masterminds. Um, uh, where I go to events a year, whether it's online, whether it's in person, and um, I mastermind with like-minded individuals in this particular space of uh, that I consult in business and e-commerce digital marketing. Well, you certainly have checked the box for being a lifelong learner. With that <laughs> answer, so congratulations, and that's quite impressive, actually. And and we had a previous conversation about the impact that Tony Robbins has had for me as well, and so. I, I, I encourage people if they haven't had a chance to visit some of his concepts, uh, it, it's, it might be time well invested, especially for the early stage entrepreneurs who are looking to find their brand, their voice, et cetera. So let's talk about you again and your business. Where are you taking the business? Describe for me the vision of the future for your firm. Yeah, before we do that, I want to take a second. And I remember that you mentioned to me, you still have your power move from Tony Robbins. Where can, can you share your power move with it's me? The, it's this uh, right here. It's I, yeah. I wanted something that I could do anywhere at any anywhere. time. And I find it, it just gave me a jolt of uh, energy just by doing that. Thank you for asking. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So regarding my business, so um, where where I want to take it? Well, for the, the remaining of this year, uh, like I said in the beginning, my motivation has always and remains to um, help as many overwhelmed business owners um, or entrepreneurs that want to break into the space that uh, who want to maybe if they're an entrepreneur, they're new to the game. Um, 
they just want a second stream of income um, because they learned from the pandemic and they've been thinking about it for a while and they're you know they're trying to figure out how can I create something online that can help me become financially stable um, and financially independent so I can help uh, you know provide a better life for myself my family um, etc and um, so my goal for the remaining of this year is to help another 25 entrepreneurs um, get there, get started, uh, break down, uh, to bring, transform their vision, their idea, their dream into a real business that can help support them and their families in the future. That's a very specific number. And again, I like it because you can quantify and measure it. Another, that's a, that's a best practice, ladies and gentlemen, is to be able to measure and manage. That probably comes from your operational background. Yes, from finance <laughs> and operation. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. I I, um, I was a CFO and COO for a couple of decades in corporate America. So <laughs> this is where it comes from. So if people would like to learn more about you of your end as well as your business, how would they find you online? Yeah, I think the best way to reach me is to go to my LinkedIn, which I'm sure, Rick, we can uh, post the information uh, there, my content mm -hmm. information there. And uh, they can also reach me by email and uh, we'll leave them that info as well. Thank you. And uh, I really appreciate you giving your time and a bit of your knowledge for our audience's benefit here on the show. It's been great to get to know you, Abir. Thank you, Rick. That was great. I'd like to thank the audience. You've been a part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. A beer's <laughs> episode was number 1,356. If you too are an Orange County entrepreneur and you would like to tell your story, then please contact me. I'm Rick Franzi and I'm on LinkedIn as that. And I have a website, rickfranzi.com. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. Thank you.